What is going on, everybody? Once again, welcome to another Cathartic Podcast. I am me, Beige Man, once again. Gonna talk shit about whatever the hell crosses my mind. Hopefully something will be entertaining. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, before we get into whatever the hell crosses my mind, because there isn't much up there today, let's go through your weekly soccer scores. God damn, could there be any more of them? Fucking hell. 1101. Shit, one wait. Uh, no score four zero three zero two zero one zero one two one three one one three two two zero two zero 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 one two one two one three two one 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 zero 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 one four zero one 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 five zero two four one three two one 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 two 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 and three one zero one two zero two two one zero one zero 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 one zero three two two Jesus, how many fucking more are there? One one two zero one 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 zero two zero 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 one three one zero one zero three zero zero one zero four zero two two zero zero one zero two three one zero zero two two zero two zero 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 one two and four two. And those are just the scores from fucking today. Fucking hell! Look, oh, wait. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Let's score some Saturday. <coughs> Sunday. You fuckers ready for this one? We got 2 1 1 2 0 0 2 0 2 1 3 0 0 0 1 2 2 1 3 1 1 2 1 0 1 0 1 2 0 2 0 2 2 0 3 1 2 1 4 1 3 2 5 1 1 1 0 0 1 0 1 0 5 1 Two zero two two four zero three two four two four two four zero four zero 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 one two three one 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 three two one two one 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 zero two one 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 two two one like another no score zero zero three zero one one zero two zero three zero three one zero one three zero three zero two 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 zero two zero four two zero through through zero Zero three, I'm sorry. Zero one two two one zero six. Wow, this is six. Oh, what league is this? Doesn't matter. Two zero one zero one zero one zero one 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 two one zero two zero one zero one zero one zero three one four one two zero one zero 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 one one two zero two zero 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 and a one one and a zero two. And those are your weekly updated. Soccer scores for whatever week this is. Ha. Huh. Blink. So, what the fuck happened this week? Of course, talk sports. Always do. One thing I didn't touch on. First off, I should back up a little bit. Thank you for Anthony Marshall for being on the show uh, last week. I think, I think that one has dropped. Uh, over the last couple of days. 
thank you for him coming out. I do appreciate it. Had a lot of fun with that one. That was kind of more of a hangout, talk whatever. Then we kind of started talking about graphic design and shit, and this guy turned into two guys fucking hanging out. All they were missing was some beer. God, beer would have been great. But thank you for him coming on the show. Um, so there's some things that have happened over this, over this last couple days, last week or two, sports and whatnot. Um, I don't know which way I want to go with it. Uh, I really don't know which way I want to go with it, with, our, with my topics today. Really, nine times out of ten, I come in without a plan and just kind of see where I go. And just make shit up as I go. And then I scramble around trying to find some sort of information online to back up what I just said or to default what I said or to, you know, to create a discussion. And it's really hard to talk about new stuff because it's all politics. It's all fucking religion. And it's really hard to sit here and talk about it because I try to stay away from politics, try to stay away from all that stuff. I do get sucked into it. I know. But I don't just want to be a straight-up sports podcast, but that kind of seems to be the safe place to go. And it's kind of turned into a football podcast. So I'm trying to expand the horizon a little bit. So... Uh, completely off topic, not off topic, but the Arnold, the Arnold Classic happened this last weekend in Clump Ass. Didn't go. Uh, I think second straight year I haven't gone. I've gone a couple times to it. First time was fun. I don't do well with a lot of people. But it was fun. Uh, second time I went, uh, really didn't go. I, mean, I flew in, really didn't do much. I think I went and drank mostly. That's <laughs> what I did. I flew in, drank a bunch of beer because I couldn't check in until later. And then the next day, I was really fucking hungover and just decided to walk around town, hungover. And found some places that I enjoyed drinking at. And I think I went into the Arnold once just to see a buddy of mine, Brett Kahn, who's on the show. He was over there. Uh, he was there this last year as well. I forgot who he was with a different uh, sponsorship last time I was there. This year he's with uh, uh, All Max. So I didn't go this year. But uh, I was there to see him and hang out with him briefly. Um, I think I saw him a couple times. At the time, we were debating on doing a business together. So it was cool. I actually talked to him face-to-face because he lives in the side of the country compared to where I live. <clears throat> and so it was cool. But I didn't go last year. Last year, I, I kind of wanted to go last year because the 30th anniversary, from what I understood, and just didn't do it. And this year, it, just, it crept up on me. I didn't realize what the date was. And so, bingo. I mean, the who's who of the fitness world is there, basically. So let's... If there's somebody who you've seen in a magazine 
or a couple of magazines, they were probably there. Is doing some sort of booth thing or um, competing in some way, shape, or form or something. It's just, it's just how it is. And I'm looking at some of these names. I don't recognize any of the people who competed. Okay, has it, have I been out of it that long? I haven't even been in it. I, mean, I shouldn't have said I was out of it. I haven't even fucking been in it, but I kind of followed it a little bit just because of, of Brett, basically. I mean, I'm looking at some of these names. I don't, like, the bodybuilding guys, I don't really recognize many of them. Like, some of them, like, ring small bells, but none of them, like, oh, I recognize that name. <clears throat> oh, granted, I think, uh, is that Phil Heath? He only does the, uh, um, the Olympia, which is in Vegas in October. I don't know if he's retired yet. Uh, uh, yeah, some of these has he retired yet? No, him and Kai Green have been kind of rivals, I guess you can say. I don't think I don't know when the last time Kai won anything worthwhile. <clears throat> I don't know if Phil Heath is retired. But he usually does the Olympia, usually. That's kind of his thing. He's a multi-Olympia champion. I think he won six straight years. He won the Olympia. Uh, from 11 to 17. Uh, and he won, he finished 18th last year. He beat him. Or an 18th. He finished second last year. Who the hell beat him? Tells you how much I've been paying attention. <laughs> Let's see. Who the fuck won? Ah, Sean Roden. I don't know who the fuck that is. And Kai didn't. Is Kai retired? Did Kai finally? Did Kai Green finally fucking retire? He just say fuck it. Because he won the Arnold a couple times. He did. He won the Arnold, but what, did he retire? Because he didn't really participate last year. Was he hurt or something? I know this is fucking riveting uh, content. I get it. Get off me. I mean, fucking Kai Green hasn't competed since fucking 16. I don't know what that is. You guys haven't fucking been paying attention. Hmm. <clears throat> oh, well. So, yeah. Phil Heath, he normally says the Olympia, so I don't didn't expect to see him at the Arnold. It's kind of his thing. Kai Green, I don't know where the fuck he kind of stumbled off to. If you don't know these names, that's perfectly fine. They're like big names in the bodybuilding industry right now. I wish I can tell you I knew anything about this person, the guy who won. Um, Curry. Right? I thought you won this year, right? Fucking hell. I, yeah, Brendan Curry. I wish I could tell you I knew anything about it. Okay, look at these names. Not the foggiest of ideas who the fuck these people are. None. Uh, so, let's see. Arnold Classic. Let's look at that. Any, anybody in Classic Physique? Anybody in this competition that I recognize? No, again, I'm just not into this. I'm not into the, 
the, the scene. Uh, it's just unfortunate. Uh, since my buddy kind of retired from it, I just don't follow it. You know, just, it is what it is. I had fun when I went. I had a lot of fun when I went. One thing I did notice, I think it's been a couple of years again. I did notice when the, the ladies, with the physique and the bikini and shit, I mean, they look great on stage. And then you see them in person. It's like, wow, you have so much makeup on. You look like a transvestite. I've seen pictures of you, and you look fucking great in the pictures, but wow, you, you step off stage. You look like a transvestite. That's, I think it's not what you're going for. I don't believe so anyways. I could be wrong. Definitely could be wrong. That's definitely what I thought. Um, well, first time we went, we, we watched the bikini and the physique and all that shit, and it was uh, women's anyways. Things bikini, uh, fitness... Physique. And I think there's a fourth one in there. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head for the ladies. And so we went, we watched it. It was entertaining. It was boring. It was all these things that you're trying to figure out. Um, what the hell is going on? Figure is the other one. There's a figure. I know there's one missing there, somewhere, somewhere in there. Trying to figure out what the hell is going on, how they're. No judging because we're sitting back there going, well, we're doing our judging, of course, like anybody else would. A little quarterback, our quarterbacks, and a little couch judging from the stands. And we're trying to figure out what the fuck they're, you know, what judges are trying to do. And talk to my buddy, they're talking to Brett, and he's like, yeah, they you know, just don't know what they're going to look for, blah, 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 blah. And you know, we're critiquing everybody, going, oh, no, that's person looked better than that one. No, she looks pretty good from a distance. And then the pre-judging ended. We went downstairs to get some food and all like the bikini and the figure and the fitness, they all came down and they had all their fucking makeup on. And I swear to God, my friend and I, former friend of mine and I went, wow, this, did we walk into a transvestite sh show? Cause it's as much makeup and shit they had on their face. It was like a drag queens were walking around. It was the funniest thing. I guess you had to be there. So you ever go, I understand these women are gorgeous. They're great fucking fitness and everything, but holy shit. The makeup really makes them look like drag queens. And I guess that's what they need to do to, you know, to get to catch the judge's attention and with all the uh, fucking lights and shit. doesn't look bad with all the lights and shit on them and kind of from a distance. But the second you get close, you're just like, whoa, what the fuck happened there? So that happened over the weekend. Arnold again. I'm not even gonna do a rundown for you, for anybody because I don't recognize the names. I have my doubts that anybody else will recognize the names. <laughs> Did go to my first uh, powerlifting meet. I've never been to a powerlifting meet. We went. Uh, God. A couple weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago up in Napa. I drove up there in Napa with a member. Neither one of us have ever, had ever gone. Um, decided to go up there. And that was kind of interesting and fun to watch. A lot of question marks there as well. 
you know, learning you know, what the hell's going on. Well, why, you know, what, why are they doing that type of deal? Um, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, can't complain. Long fucking day. Long fucking day. I, I can't even find who. I mean, it doesn't matter. You people don't know who they are. But it was interesting. We'll go up there and watch little people. Little people as in like little tiny girls, like five foot two, maybe 120 pounds, go up there and fucking squat and deadlift and bench press two times their weight, basically. That was cool. Watching the different techniques. For those of you who listen to the podcast episode I do with Matt Chua, I kind of bagged on sumo. There's that gray area. And there's a lot more people who did conventional deadlift than sumo. Actually, a lot more smaller people, uh, smaller girls. I see small people saying, I'm talking about um, midgets, but I'm not. I mean, like smaller people. They were doing conventional. And then, like, the bigger people, they decided to do sumo. It's the weirdest fucking thing, deal. I guess it's kind of the weight issue or something. I don't know. But it was interesting. I uh, learned a lot of things that if I ever did a show at my facility here uh, in Northern California, I would not do. Uh, there's some critiques that definitely aren't happy with, I guess. That's, that's the wrong word, wrong phrase to use. But basically, it's there's some things that I didn't like that how they did. Again, never been to one, so I learned a lot of things from it. Learned what I don't think I would do and how would I do things properly. So... Um, yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot of great learning experience. Really enjoyed it. Kind of want to go see another one. Uh, I really want to see a strongman competition in person. I watch them on TV. I've never seen one in person. It might be taken off maybe next weekend. Not this weekend, but next weekend. There's a big competition down in somewhere in the South Bay, which is South San Francisco area. Might hop down there and see if. It's even worthwhile. See how it is. See how much fun it is as a spectator. And kind of learn from there as well. And maybe one day do something small here at the facility that I own. So, we'll see. But I had a lot of fun. Looking to learn a lot. Definitely would go again. Looking for a, a nearby one. I don't think, think the nearest one is in a town called Vacaville. Which is like the place. Uh, I forgot the name of the facility there, but they're, they're like the spot. I think they sponsor all of the USPA meets in California. It seems like from what I'm understanding, I don't know. I'm not, I'm still learning this thing. I mean, this goes up a fucking facility. Doesn't mean I know a goddamn thing. I open this facility because I enjoy lifting, lifting heavy fucking weights. And I've learned that I don't know shit about powerlifting because I don't. I never followed it. I never really got into it. I just know I like lifting heavy weights and open this facility. And it has morphed into now becoming the powerlifting strongman facility over a general fitness bodybuilding facility, which I originally had planned. <laughs> so things have changed. <laughs> but, again, learned a lot uh, about what I should and shouldn't do. If I do decide to hold a competition, one day I'm hoping to maybe hold a, a, a strongman competition. And I completely forgot where I was going, but I just remember where I was going with that. So apparently, from what I understand, and I could be completely wrong, which is 
probably 99% chance I'm completely wrong, is that each state kind of has their main powerlifting facility that sponsors the majority of the USPA competitions in that state. I think like up here in Northern California, it's the facility out of Vacaville, which I can't remember. It's iron something. I can't believe I can't remember what it is. I'm sorry to them. It's going to piss me off now. i got to find it. I know they're, they're having to meet on the 14th or 16th. Let's see. Old school iron. There we go. I knew I was going to remember it. Well, I didn't remember. I had to find it. But they kind of are the ones who like sponsor and do the big meets up here from the USPA. So you'll find like, when we went to Napa, the USPA was it was the USPA event at Napa. They were still sponsored by Old School Iron, which was in Vacaville, which is half an hour away. I think it was less less than that from where we were. So I just from what I understand, there's like this specific facilities training facility that will sponsor most of the USPA in the state or in the part of the state because California is a big state. So probably, you know, old school does Northern California. And I think there's a place in Southern California. I think it's Vista. There's a place in Vista, California. I see their name popping up a lot that sponsors the, the USPA in Southern California. Again, could be wrong. Just, I'm getting learning uh, uh, about everything. But that's what I'm kind of slowly gathering. But hopefully one day you will see the facility doing some sort of a lifting competition. Fingers crossed. That's what I'm for. This thing, each federation has like some sort of different requirements for each facility to be able to hold an event. Uh, they did, unfortunately, USPA just took the requirements down over the last two weeks because I was looking at them and I don't meet the requirements just yet, but we are slowly trying to gather up proper equipment, the proper credentials to uh, hold an event. And I think I'm almost there. So keep your eyes, eyes open. Keep your ears open for that if you give a shit or not. Hey! Do you like apparel and shit? Do you like hats, t-shirts, rash guards, sweatshirts, phone covers, and fucking comfortable tank tops? Then go to catharticapparel.com. That's catharticapparel.com. Promo code MYCATHARSIS618 will get you free shipping. Again, that is MYCATHARSIS618. For free shipping on all orders. And I'm back. So, a little different. Start off the show a little different. Talking about something I very rarely talk about, if any. I mean, I just don't know much about it. And I'm actually going to do something that I've never done. I'm actually going to talk a little bit NBA. And the only reason why I'm going to talk a little bit NBA is just because I listen to sports channels and... I watch sports channels on TV when I wake up in the morning. Not ESPN. Uh, I don't want to watch them. Uh, what do I listen to normally? 
Someone like Rich Eisen or Dan Patrick or something or um, and several of those CBS Sports shit like that. But anyways, so the big thing right now is the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron. Now, first and foremost, I hate the Lakers. I don't like the Lakers, but I'm not an NBA fan, so it doesn't really matter who I like and, and what teams I don't like. And I'm not going to get into the argument of is LeBron a great player or is he one of the greatest. Personally, if you look at his stats, he's one of the greatest players. Is he the greatest? I don't know. I don't care. I think it's all relative to the time frame that you play. Because you can go back to Will Chamberlain and uh, Kareem Abdul. I mean, those are two. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. When they played, they probably could have been called the greatest of all time during their playing days. And you have Michael Jordan come along, and he became the greatest of all time. And they have LeBron all coming along. And then there's this huge argument back and forth about, is it Michael Jordan? Is it LeBron? Blah, 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 blah. I don't personally don't give a fuck. I really don't. Is he one of the greatest players of all time? Yes. Does it pay me to say that? No. Do I like the guy? Eh. I'm not his biggest supporter, but at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and pull a blind eye to everything he's accomplished. And again, at the same time, I don't watch the NBA. I don't think I've watched an NBA game since Tim Duncan and uh, David Robinson were playing. So it's been a while. I scratched that. I think the last time I watched an NBA game, I think the Detroit Pistons won the NBA championship. They beat the Lakers. The only reason why I was watching it was because I got suckered in and going to a pizza place with the promise of pizza and beer. And, of course, every fucking TV had the game on, and the people that suckered me into going were Laker fans and wanted to watch the game. So, of course, me being me, I rooted against the Lakers. Of course, it didn't take much because I already hated the Lakers. I never liked the Lakers. I don't know if I really have, do I have a t- favorite team I like in the NBA. I only have a favorite team of teams I like. I don't think I have any favorite ones. But anyways, I digress. Just a little bit here. So is LeBron the greatest of all time? I don't care. You argue amongst yourselves. You talk amongst yourselves. You bitch amongst yourselves. I can give a fuck less. The he's the greatest of all time. Is he, is he one of the greatest? Yes. In that part, I don't think there's an argument to it. Could you put little asterisks? Besides some things, sure, but you can do that with everybody. Well, you build a super team in Miami, they should have won. Well, yeah, and they did. They won what, three or four, two or three, something like that. Well, he's run. He ran the uh, the uh, Cavaliers when he was up there. Yeah, and they won, and they went every single year. Oh, he's on his downhill of his career because he. he, he they're not going to make the Lakers aren't going to make the playoffs, or, or there's a huge chance the Lakers aren't going to make the playoffs this year. Well, no, he's not on the downhill of his career. I think he, not he, I think the league was exposed. And again, this is just me pulling shit out of my ass because I don't watch the NBA. But come on, you go from playing your whole career in the East, Cleveland Cavaliers, the Miami Heat, in a division 
a conference, I'm sorry, and a conference that is by far not as competitive as the West. And inferior in most time, most years to the West. Period. All in town, the conference championship, I think, minus Detroit, and this is way because LeBron went there. I think Detroit was the last Eastern Conference team with minus LeBron that won a championship. Don't quote me on that part. I'm just throwing shit out there. <clears throat> but the West has controlled the NBA conference, NBA championships. It is half. The years with the Lakers, when you have um, – let's guess what I'm doing with Wade and Shaq. But in the West, you had the Lakers with Kobe and Shaq. You had the Spurs with Robinson and Duncan. You now have the um, Warriors with all those fuckers. Curry and, and Thompson and whiny fucking Durant, crybaby Durant. It's pretty Western Conference heavy. And so LeBron goes to the East. He, he dominates the East. Unless his face, he dominates the East. Now, would he would he have the same numbers if he was in a Western Conference team? I don't know. That's a can of worms that is no point of an opening because who gives a fuck, really? He came out of high school the best player. He helped create something in Cleveland for that brief moment until the quote, decision. I think it's where he lost a lot of people. When he made that decision, and it was, it was a big fucking hoopla deal about it. I think he lost a lot of people when he did that. Not so much him leaving Cleveland, but making a big fucking spectacle about it. I'm going to go to Miami, taking my talent to South Beach. Do we need a TV show for this? Do we need to waste an hour of our lives, a half an hour, whatever the hell it might have been, of our lives to do that? To, to watch this? No. We didn't. And then the cockiness in Miami. I could win one. I could win just two. I could win just three. And blah, 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 blah. I think if he didn't do any of that stuff, he would probably still be one of the most beloved players. I think he's still respected. I don't know if he's the most beloved anymore. I hear people talking about, well, he's got miles on him now. Because yeah, he's been to a shit ton of conference finals. In the East, is it catching up to him now? I don't know. It's not catching up to him. He's just on a team that wasn't even prepared to make a playoff run last year. And just because they went out and got LeBron doesn't mean they're going to make it playoffs this year. This, the West is not the East. L.A. is not Cleveland. Cleveland needed one player, him. That gives them an extra 10 to 15 wins. You can scrape in at 8th eight, eight seed. Shit, you can probably get a 4th or 3rd seed in the East. Right now, if I remember correctly, the 8th seed is like a, a game under 500 now in the East. You don't have that in the West. Does it help him that he's been to multiple conference championships, or not a conference championship, NBA championships in a row? No, it's not. 
but would he not have the same wear and tear on him if he was in the West as well? Just because of how good the West is and how, you, how much you have to bring your A game night in, night out. I mean, you look at Golden State, probably the class of the NBA still. But when they don't bring their A game, they get fucking smashed in two straight games, something like that. There's not much room for error in the West. Hands down. There's just not. In the East, there's a shit ton of room for error. And you've seen it. I think I heard something today about the Lakers are four games below 500 if they're in the east they would have the eighth spot or some bullshit like that or they would be a game behind the heat for the eighth spot but because they're four games below 500 in the west it's already well i guess it's time for them to shut up shut down shop and rest lebron LeBron, LeBron, LeBron's a great player. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, he's only, what, 32, 34, something like that. No, I don't know how old he is. I mean, it's he's going to be around a little bit longer for all you LeBron haters. I don't watch the NBA. I think the NBA is boring. I've never liked the NBA for the most part. It's just been boring to me, constantly boring. You know, I'm one of those people that why do you have – to play music while the game is going on. Is it that boring? Do you have to do something on the big screen and do something in the bleachers while the game is going on? Yeah, there's music during baseball, and there's something going on in baseball, but it's usually in between innings or it's before the before the pitcher threw the ball. By the time the pitcher gets the ball, music plays. And then right when he gets on the mound and gets his signal, shit turns off. Same thing in the NFL. In the football, in between plays, music's played. The announcers make their announcement. Players get to the line of scrimmage, everything shuts off. Hockey, same thing. College basketball, same thing. Why is it in the NBA you have to play music during the fucking game? During the play, while they're in the middle of the play. Well, so long in between breaks. Hockey. College basketball. Same thing. No music played. You're actually there to watch the fucking game. And people do. So maybe it's just fucking boring as shit to me. And I've heard somewhere that they've, they're losing... That their there's, um, viewership's down. Ratings are down and shit like that. And I heard something interesting today uh, from, I think it was on the Rich Eisen show, I heard it today. One of the guys said, could it be because LeBron's no longer in the East and a majority of NBA fans are in the East and most NBA games are at night, which usually means it's a 6, 7 o'clock start here on the East Coast, or in the West Coast, I'm sorry, 6, 7 o'clock start here on the West Coast, 
which makes it 9, 10 o'clock on the East Coast. Those are long, that's a long time to be up, especially if you're going to work in the morning just to watch LeBron. Now, if it was in the East, games would start until 6, 7 o'clock, maybe 8 o'clock, depending on if you're on the East Coast. I think Cleveland, I want to see it's in Central Time. I could be wrong with that one. Actually, no, Cleveland might be East Coast Time. So, no, it just depends. Is that why ratings are down? Or are people bored of it as well? I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and do a case study on the NBA. I don't give a shit at all. The only reason why I'm fucking talking about this is because I'm looking for fucking content. College football's over with. Draft Combine came and went. I mean, minus the Kyler Murray thing. And Dexter Lawrence pulling a hamstring or some bullshit like that. I guess his PEDs finally wore off and his body went, oh, wait, now we can't. We can't use help to heal ourselves. We're going to be hurt. I mean, there's nothing really big coming out of fucking the combine. Okay? The receiver out of Ole Miss. who he ran fast. Doesn't mean he's going to fucking do good in the pros. Kyler Murray didn't do anything. Minus some interviews, which you hear one side, he his interviews sure shit. You hear his coaches and former coach, Bob Stoops. I don't think he even coached him. Maybe he did. I don't think he did. No, the f- no, he didn't. I think Murray transferred out to Stoops retired. But anyways, they're backing him up and calling shit on the G, the former GM who supposedly heard from other GMs that Kyler Murray's interview was shit. Now, if you go back to when he did his Dan Patrick and Rich Eisen doing the Super Bowl, it's not hard to fathom that there's interviews were shit. Okay? It's just not. Sorry to say, not hard to fathom one bit. The other story coming out of the combine is he's 5'10 and an eighth. That eighth apparently makes him the number one draft pick. The number one's uh, uh, predicted number one's draft pick. The one eighth. Which even then I read an article, I think yesterday, that he might be even, quote, taller, end quote, than what was on there because a bunch of players who went in and got their height done, because everybody gets their height done and the weight done and shit. Like he came out like 208, by the way, too. Apparently, that was a big deal as well. But apparently, a lot of the players who went to the combine were actually a half inch to a full inch shorter than what they were listed as, which is kind of a no shit. Is that really a shocker? I mean, for years, fucking coaches and boosters and shit have been padding the fucking statistic line for players. They're bigger than what they really are. So no shit. So that was a big deal that came out of the combine. I tried to watch it. I said I had to go to work. I didn't really care to look hunt for it online. The Antonio Brown saga, I'm not going to get into that again. What a fucking crybaby. That's all I got to say. He's a fucking child. And we've seen it before. We've seen players who are just children at the team they're on now. 
They get traded. They become a model citizen for one or two years, and then they could be they become children again. I think we saw with Terrell Owen several times. He gets released or he gets traded to another team, and he's on good behavior. And then after a year or two, he turns back into the TO that annoys everybody. And that's what Antonio Brown's going to do. Wherever the fuck he goes. He's a good player, but he's a fucking child. That's all I got to say about him. It's frustrating to see. But I guess if if you're that way, if if, if you're an athlete who's a pro bowler or an all-star or one of the best at your position, I guess you're going to turn into a fucking 10-year-old little child that cries when you don't get your way. It's a lot like college quarterbacks. They don't get their way. They find some stupid excuse to transfer because they don't want to compete for the starting job. I will get back on a soapbox if I have to, God damn it. One day I'll have more than two listeners. So the draft comes up in April. I don't know the date off the top of my head. Look forward to that. I don't know if I'm going to be here. So Antonio Brown wants to get drafted. I get drafted. Get traded. Uh, Eric Weddle, safety from Baltimore, was released. I think another safety from the Giants was released. Collins is that a name? Jamie Collins. Uh, he was released. Uh, so I'm a whole bunch of shit. <clears throat> Josh Rosen, the quarterback for Arizona. Is he going to be traded? Is he going to be kept on the team? What's going to happen? Because Arizona has the number one pick. Kyle Murray, Murray. Kyle Murray is apparently the number one pick. Cliff Kingsbury loves him. All that good shit. My unhumble opinion, I don't think it's a good match. Period. I don't think Kyle Murray and Cliff Kingsbury is a good match. I don't think Josh Rosen and Cliff Kingsbury is a good match. Cliff Kingsbury got the job because he's a young, good-looking white man. And everybody's hoping to find, get that guy, get that coach, like the Rams have. Is that McVay? Is that his name? A young, good-looking white guy who is has an offense that is a pain to stop. Unless you're the New England Patriots. Only in the NFL could a coach who has a losing record in college football, as a head coach in college football, get a head coaching position in the NFL. After just being fired. But everybody wants that next Sean McVay, the head coach at St. Louis. Kind of funny. We'll see. I, I just don't think it's. I, I don't think it's the right pick. I don't. I don't think Arizona made the right decision in the coach they, they picked up. I don't think them going the route of another quarterback is smart. I think going the route of either trading out of that, gathering some more first round picks, or picking up a Bosa. Who I'm not a big fan of Bosa. I don't like the Bosa family. I, I, I think they. Remind me of a Menzel family, just their kids are 
a little bit better at not being on drugs and drinking too much. Mommy and daddy gave the boys everything and when things get bad, they move on. But he's got he's a good athlete. He is a good athlete. Bosa is a good athlete. Minus and he's he's gonna be fresh. <laughs> he had some nagging injury. I think he quit and withdrew from school after the second or third game in the year. Which is a whole lot of red flags there for me. Not so much the quitting on his teammates and everything. That is a red flag. It's a given red flag. But the fact that he left Ohio State and then he went to San Diego to train to be prepare himself for the draft. Okay. Uh, I kind of get it. Ohio State, Columbus, Ohio, some of the top-notch facilities in all of the country for football, some top-notch trainers, top-notch doctors, top-notch physical trainers, physical therapists, therapists, I'm sorry, not physical therapists, top-notch facilities, I already said, so he can rehab, he can train, he can go to school, well, fake go to school, then once he's rehabbed, he can train even more to prepare himself for the draft. If he had done, if he stayed there and did all that, I guess it couldn't knock on him. But he didn't. He fucking just got out of Columbus. Now, granted, it is Ohio. It is Columbus. And he went, I believe, to San Diego. Don't quote me on place, but I want to say he went to San Diego. San Diego is not a bad place to be, especially if mommy and daddy have money and they can pay for you. And your brother's got money, so they can pay for you. And then go to one of the top-notch training facilities, which is down there. And then go to the top-notch rehab facility, which is down there. And if you need to have some sort of fucking surgeries, there's some, from what I understand, some great sports surgeons in L.A. that he can go up to, which is like a two-hour drive, two-and-a-half hour to the traffic. So I guess I can't knock on him for doing that. I mean, winter weather is supposed to be better this year. It hasn't, hasn't been. They've got more rain down there in a long time than they've, than they've had in a long time. I think this rubs me the wrong way. I think I'm still kind of old schoolish. the fact that he just kind of gave the middle fingers to his teammates and walked away. Now, I'd probably be more upset if it didn't happen to Ohio State. <laughs> if it happened to somebody else, eh, I probably would have been more upset. Would have been more on a soapbox for this one, but I'm, but I'm just not. But going back to my original the uh, subject in, re- in regards to talking about him, I would love to see Arizona pick up a pass rusher, either an edge guy like Bosa or Ed Oliver in the middle. I don't think Ed Oliver is really that much of a pass rusher. I know he led the league, uh, the country in sacks two years ago as a junior. I think he was a junior. I think he stayed for his senior year and was hurt. But again, again, he got hurt in his senior year. Oh, his last year. I don't know if it was senior year. I want to say he stayed for his senior year. I could be wrong. I think he's actually a junior and is a sophomore last year. Or Yeah. 
I don't count him as a pass rushing interior D lineman just because of he went to Houston. Houston's a good school. The big games he had were, were against guys who probably would never even get a sniff of the AAF, which is kind of the second tier football league now because there's only two tiers. <laughs> I guess he's arena football. So I'm not sold on Ed, and I don't know if he even, I don't think he even did the combine. Uh, I'd be interested to see what he does, if anything, during the pro day. I'm interested, I'm interested to see what these guys do during the pro day. I understand that the combine and the pro day and everything they do isn't an exact science. Totally get that. How many times have, as football fans, you've seen a guy going to the combine, going to the pro day, and just fucking tear it up? Get drafted first or second, and you never hear from them again. How many times have you seen a guy to show up in the combine, not really do much of much, gets drafted and fucking dominates? May not be an all uh, a Hall of Famer or a Pro Bowler, but he has a long career. How many times have you seen a guy go on and do status quo? do exactly what everybody thought he was going to do, and then either tear it up or fall apart in the NFL. I mean, there's no exact science behind the combine. For the most part. I mean, there's little doodads they look at. No hips and speed and change of direction and flexibility and stuff like that. But really, change of direction and flexibility, it can can be uh, made better. It can be practiced. It can be trained to be better. I guess you want. I guess they want to see where they're at before they start and who needs more training compared to who doesn't need as much training, and that's how they made this decision. I don't know. But I am interested to see what's going to happen at the pro day. Ed Oliver, I want to see what he does. I want to see if Bosa gets better. I want to see Kyler Murray does. When Askins, he, he went to the combine. I wanted to see what he was going to do because he had weapons at Ohio State. A lot of his passes were short little passes. Then the receivers crossing routes, got the ball and fucking took off. And how, how many times as an Ohio, Ohio State fan did you see, or as a person who hates Ohio State, did you see them do a little crossing route in the middle, five, ten yards, gets his receiver, and the guy takes it for 30, 40 yards before he stopped, or he throws a touchdown. I want, to, I want to see what Haskins could do through the year. Any person who's slightly below average throwing can hit a crossing route, a five- to eight-yard crossing route to a wide-open receiver. May not be pretty, may not be on the dot, but he can somehow get it to the receiver who hopefully is good to make the catch. And then it's all about you know, yards after catch. Murray definitely has him in mobility factor. I wonder if Murray was on his toes when they measured him. Maybe he was wearing really thick socks that day. But we will see. We'll see in uh, April. I think Murray's pro day is, I want to say next weekend, the 16th. Maybe actually, no, I think it's the 13th. Things uh is that Tuesday, Wednesday? Things Wednesday the thirteenth, I believe. <clears throat> Don't quote me on that one as, as well. 
I know people don't care about the combine. I get it. I totally understand it. And I know people swear by the combine. I get it. I totally understand it. Me, I don't care. I'd like to see what happens. I'm not going to draft anybody. I'm not going to evaluate in that capacity. I'm going to watch it and go, oh, well, cool. He can throw the ball at 40 yards on the dime. Or cool. He can't hit that crossing route that's eight yards down the field. Hmm. And that's as far as I'm going to go. There's no exact science to this. There's just none. You trust your game tape. You trust your scouts. And you trust your outside sources. Who could be an opposing coach? Who could be the the player's head coach in college. Yeah, you try to trust all those and you put them together and you hope and pray that the person you draft works for you. Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell, two players that one went number one overall, had an arm on him. He was athletic. He did a great job pulling it off, acting like he cared. Gets into the NFL, one of the biggest busts ever. It wasn't because of lack of talent. It was because of lack of effort, in my personal opinion. He had the talent. Ryan Leaf, same thing. Matter of fact, Ryan Leaf almost went number one. Almost went to Indianapolis. The only thing they sent him to San Diego was he didn't show up to an interview he was supposed to have with the Colts. From what I understand, from what I've heard. He had an interview lined up with the Colts and he didn't want to go there because he heard that they were going to choose him. And he wanted to go to San Diego. So he just didn't show up. Now, I don't know if the Chargers had that information when they drafted them. I guess it doesn't really matter because they had the number two pick, and whoever the Colts didn't pick, they're going to pick up either way. But again, right there, he had all the talent in the world. He just had a fucking ego that bit him in the ass. And it was a frail psyche. He buckled underneath the pressure. And then he just went into his downward spiral. And good for him that he got out of it. You know, I think he's doing a lot of speaking things. He got into drugs before that, fell apart, got into some speaking things, got arrested. <laughs> then got into those speaking things and talks to people about basically him. And he, I don't think he's ever put the blame on anybody else. He's always pointed at himself. Not always, but recently, the last several years, he pointed at himself. And I've heard him do some interviews. And he sounds like he's more put together than he used to be. So my hat's off to him. But two guys right there, two, quote, future Hall of Famers before they got drafted. Can't miss prospects. Can't miss players. They're both busts. Two of the biggest busts in college football history, in pro history, NFL history. That's it. Those are just two of many. And then there's those guys, Terrell Davis is one guy. Pick seventh round. It was just picked up to 
where they have some roster space, or uh, so they can add some uh, take take a spot away. They can add some depth. There we go. So they can add depth to the running back, and then there wasn't any chance of him making that team. He made it, and he was inducted to the Hall of Fame last year, this last Hall of Fame uh, season, which is July, August, maybe September. Well, it was last summer in the Hall of Fame, or was it summer before? But one of those two. Jerry Rice. Is it Mississippi Delta State is where he went? Did you even know that there was a Mississippi Delta State? There's this called Delta State now, I think. Didn't wasn't the fastest guy in the world by any means of the imagination, but he worked his ass off. And he was a first ballot Hall of Famer and a multi Super Bowl champion. No exact science. Doug Flutie, he's not a Hall of Famer, but he's a guy people know because they love his tenacity because he was like four foot three. Played a long time. The anti NFL quarterback when all NFL quarterbacks were six four and above. He was a proven winner. I don't think he's, he was even he was even drafted to my knowledge. He went straight to the Canadian Football League. Point being, there's no exact science. The last three guys I just mentioned: Jerry Rice, Terrell Davis, Doug Flutie. If you know football, you've heard the name Doug Flutie. Everybody loves Doug Flutie. The two of the three people I named, Hall of Famers, Terrell Davis, Jerry Rice. Delta State University, seventh-round draft pick, Doug Flutie not even drafted. And so with that, all you one person, probably – James, you're probably the only one listening. Yay! Wow, that's a long yay. We touched on a couple things. A little bit of bodybuilding. A little bit of, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Ooh, what a shock. Woo-hoo! Sorry, I gotta get on my, my buttons. <clears throat> a little brief little talk about Arnold. A little NBA talk, which I never do. A little bit of NFL talk for you guys this particular episode. Kind of a short episode. Just been busy. Just been busy. Right, shut up. Thank you very much once again, guys, for listening. Kind of ending it differently today. Just because I don't... I'm trying to do five other things at once. and I'm not, I'm not very good at multitasking. Thanks for listening once again uh, for a sign off. I have to do some acknowledgments. Thank you, soundbible.com, for my buttons. <laughs> and thank you, bensound.com for my intro and I guess my exit music as well. I do appreciate it. 
Uh, I'm not going to get this. I had to give them plugs, okay? I had to give them credit for the shit, because it was free. Yay! Oh, I have a room shot. Look at that. Look at that. That's what I want. So I'll leave you with that. Guys, thank you very much for listening. Go out, fuck shit up, dominate the world, and you all have a good one.